Grand Risings, my love bugs. It's 8.41 a.m. Today is Monday, June 13th. This morning we're jumping back into my teachings of um, the charts. Okay, so I think we left off on second house with Aries position. Um, and breaking down everything. So make sure you get your pencil and paper and things together for this lesson. Hope you guys slept well. I did found out lots more information. We'll talk about that shit later <laughs> in my dream time. Also, my babe is in all my dreams, and I love you so much. And I thank you for coming to my dreams. A lot of the dreams you've been protecting my energy and shit revealing some shit on your end that you've been seeing with these motherfuckers too, babe. So, shout out to you. <laughs> So, uh, let's see, we're on the third house now, and we're still on fire signs, of course. So when it comes to looking at your third house and breaking that down in your chart, the third house deals with like communication, transportation, community, siblings, co-workers, classmates, okay? So when you're looking at third house and it revolves around um, positive and negative aspects involving these fire signs. It may say certain things involving these things, like I said. Now, if you're looking at your chart and you're like, damn, it says sibling rivalry or something. That's something you're supposed to heal. If it says don't work well with others, it's something you're supposed to heal, okay? Um, it might mention, like, class clown or, you know, honor student or, you know, something like that. It's going to tell you the type of person you are in this situation okay whether good or bad or ugly okay so for Aries for you guys with this third house um and communication you guys might have um it say something about like um you guys communicate you guys speak fast quick speech um it could say you know um speakers like that you guys should be like public speakers or something like that it could say something involving, um, you know, volunteer opportunities and things like that, involving like um, lectures, speakers, you know, things like that. Um, business opportunities you guys may have, this may pop up in there as well. Um, and then like the type of role you would play, like, okay, this person would be like, more of the person to gather the information and in group projects and things like that, you know, involving classmates. It can tell you that type of shit. It might even tell you that, like, um, you're the type that likes sports cars, quick cars, fast cars, and or it's like it may say, um, it depends on if you have good or not negative aspects. It might say something like, um, I just kind of named off good aspects. So say if you, if, you, if you see third house Aries and it's like neg negative aspects, stuff that you might have to fix. Or communication, it may say like argumentative or something like that. And one-sided conversations for transportation, it might say like prone to car accidents. For community, it may say like, mm, I don't know, like um, ostracized or like exiled or you know, things like that. Siblings, it might say sibling, sibling rivalry, um, workplace issues, things like that. So it's like, 
If it says shit like that and you know you're the type of person to stir up mess at work, dog, just look yourself in the mirror and fix those attributes about yourself if you don't like them. If you got positive aspects, just keep doing what you're doing, you know? For Leo's third house positions for communication, um, positive and negative aspects for communication, it may say like, you know, um, you guys could be public speakers as well. It might say something about public speaker or um, celebrity. It might say something about like celebrity, um, social media influencer, little things like that or something like that for transportation. It may say something about like, hmm, it's going to talk about the type of cars y'all like to, for community, it's going to definitely talk about how you guys want to be the leaders of your community, or how like, you're the life of the party, how you demand attention, things like that. For siblings, it may talk about how like, you're overly protective, for some of you guys, it might talk about how protective you are, or something like that. Um... How you might like to run in packs. You might like to run around with your siblings and things like that as well. Um, same for classmates. You might be like the leader, the head one, the main one out of the group and things like that. Same with co-workers for Leo's because it's that lion energy. Now for the negative aspects, it may say like um, argumentative, bold, fiery, blunt. Um, it might speak about fights. For transportation, it could also speak about car accidents and stuff like that. Because if you have bad, prone to bad things like that. Or it might say, like, something like that. Something like that. It might say something about cars, I'm not going to lie. Um, whether you're prone to accidents or not. For community, with Leo, it could say something involving, like, how I said, um, leader of the community or protective energy. Or you have some type of high ranking, whether good or bad. Or it could just say, nah, I feel like either way it goes, you're protective whether you're on the good or bad aspect of life. You're still protective of people. Um, yeah, it could still say overly protective of classmates, siblings, co-workers, and those that they love. Them. Whether it's in a negative aspect or not, it just depends on if it's like a negative attachment. You know what I'm saying? It might be like you might have a negative energy attachment where you create soul ties with people. That could be that too, you know? But each its own, because not everybody's the same. For some third house Sagittarius that deal with this, it could speak on how when you speak about communication, you're very protective in how you speak to others. You protect your words, you protect other people's feelings, um, very community. Um, you're very creative in your speech, you're very creative with your words. You might be the type of person that, um, it's kind of like me, because I have this placement actually. My Mercury placement is in Sagittarius. So it's like, um, I have a wide range of words. I can literally say like, for example, I could be talking about weed and I'll say reefer the whole time or I'll say gun. or it's like, I'm very, very random. I'm going to use my vocabulary, all of the different ways to use it, something like that. Um, it's probably going to speak about how you might like big, bold cars, things like that. Something that makes a presence or like red, fiery cars, something like that, sports cars. Um, it's going to speak about how you like to travel and how you like friends that like to travel and things like that. Optimistic friends. Um, some of you guys may have sibling, sibling rivalries as well in here with the um, Sagittarius, whether good or bad. 
if it's more on the negative aspect, then it's like um, your communication style is like harsh, blunt. You might not be able, like your words don't feel protective. It feels more like um, targeting. You know what I'm saying? Um, like if it's on the negative aspect, it may say something about like bullying in your community, your siblings, classmates, coworkers like that. Because if you're not a creative energy and you're not a protective energy, then this is what it is. Okay. So these are the type of things that when you're breaking down your third house, this is the stuff you might see in it, whether good or bad. Okay. Everybody has something different. Just because my chart says something bad in the third house, you know, mine doesn't. But you know, just because it might say something bad in the third house, and the person next to me is looking at this, and this is good we're different people we have different personalities we have different things that we went through and different ways that we handle our situations some people will see that it says sibling rivalries and instead of trying to heal it with their sibling in this lifetime they'll be like fuck that bitch fuck that dude fuck them i'm good you know what i'm saying instead of like trying to figure something out and patch it up and make it work i'm not saying every sibling has to make it work because sometimes you guys are literally not supposed to but it's like use your discernment sometimes you and your sibling are over and arguing over something an old grudge and it's not as serious and it's just your egos in the way versus no i know this person is a karmic person i need to stay away from them for my growth type shit you know what i think so moving on we're gonna go to the fourth house the fourth house represents like your home your family and your relationship with your mother so whether you're a man, man or a woman, when you look at your fourth house, it's going to tell you kind of like your home life, your family life, but especially it's going to break down the relationship with your mother. So if some of you guys have bad relationships with your mother, no matter what sign you are, Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius, it's going to tell you how you deal with your parents based off this placement, okay? So, uh, let's see, Aries in... The light aspect of this would be, um, you know, let me see, Aries that are, that have this fourth house placement in a light aspect where it's like, you know, they don't have to heal through this. They don't have to heal anything in their home and their home is healthy. What it would look like is a healthy parent home, whether two parent or not, but them able to manifest with their um, family. They're able to get along with their mother, okay? This is what that would look like, that they're on the same accord. And that they're able to manifest this um, abundance for the family together. Because the child is the Aries at this point, right? The child is the Aries. Um, or they have this Aries-like position in this fourth house. So, um... trying to think of like if I have any Aries people that I know because a lot of the Aries that I knew they had a lot of healing to go through I'm not gonna lie I'm trying to think if there's any that I know that have like a healthy family dynamic no okay I can just kind of give it as an example with a negative family dynamic um that you have to heal from okay so with an Aries that I know I will um leave them anonymous because this is more of a family issue with this Aries that I knew um he had issues with his father, his mother and father, but he had issues with his father, okay? So the way he, his family relationship with his mother was very healthy, but towards his father was very um, unhealthy. So as a master manifester, 
he went with his mother and he picked up the role of portraying um, both oldest son and both uh, father role in this family. So his relationship with his mother ended up being more of like he stepped up to be the provider. He, he became the master manifestor to provide. And even though this is a negative uh, situation that happened between the family, he solved it by using his gifts in a positive manner. I hope that makes sense as an Aries, okay? So even though his home was broken up and his home had a negative um, masculine energy in it, which is his biological father, once the biological father was removed, instead of following along with the biological father's um, upbringing and teachings and seeing what he did, his relationship with his mother in the fourth house is healthy as an Aries. So he went along with his mother, went and seen that she needed help, and used his master manifestor abilities to be able to step up and help her as a man now of the house. So hope that helps, okay? So then for a Leo, let's see. It was like, okay, boom, I can do this. So with Leos, um, I know someone as well that had a very toxic situation with their mother. Um, so her fourth house Leo position, like on her own chart, if I looked at it, it would say the relationship with her mother would be toxic because they manipulate each other's energy. Now her mother in particular is a Scorpio and she's a Leo, okay? So automatically that's a lot of energies, you feel me? Automatically, but the relationship with her mother was that her mother taught her toxic ways and traits on how to get money and how to live life. So then, since she, in a way, manipulated the energy of a Leo, remember, Leos need to be around positive energy. Since this particular Leo grew up in a negative situation involving her mother, which is where the fourth house lies, this is home, family, and relationships with mother. Since her relationship with her mother was very toxic, she grew up and had um, self-worth issues, um, alcoholism, and, you know, issues with men and how she made money and things like that because her mom manipulated her energy and brought it to this very dark scorpionic energy and instead of healing it herself, she then translated that onto her offspring, to her daughter, okay? So that's a negative aspect of what that looks like. Now, remember how I just showed you um, with the Aries how he turned the negative into a positive? This person, as a Leo, did not know how to, she didn't have the proper tools as a youngster or whatever to know how to manipulate her energy back into positive and get out of this hellhole that her mom raised her into, right? So since she didn't learn that, she now has alcoholism problems and issues, okay? So her relationship with her mother is very toxic, all right? So that's kind of a way that that'll look. Now, let me see here. Um, okay, boom. Sagittarius' relationship with the mother in the fourth house. Now, I'm going to give you guys another example with this one as well. And, of course, I'm going to allow it to remain anonymous because this is more so personal family stuff. Um, not just my family, but just people I know sometimes. But with the Sagittarius one, this one is going to be a little unique one. So with this one, um, this is a Sagittarius is an energy healer. And for the fourth house to have this position, the relationship with the home and family in this particular 
um, example I'm going to give you, this Sagittarius in particular, she had her family home ripped apart by spell work. Not always is this happening. Sometimes it's just from home records or whatever. But in this situation, the mother was ripped from her home because of spell work, because of cheating, because of things. So now the the healing energy, the, the nurturing, loving energy that she would get from her mom is ripped from the home because of um, infidelities and stuff in the relationship, right? So now her biological mother is moved away and now there's a new mother figure that is an evil wench, basically a home-wrecking-ass bitch. That's a gold digger. So she comes in and this is now the new mother. So the energy around this is Sagittarius's are protectors, they're creators, and they're energy healers. So when their energy is tampered with, especially when it revolves this fourth house relationship with the mother, what happened since this is an energetic healer is this person, this Sagittarius person, took this energy that she naturally had within herself. And what she did is she did not fall for the toxicity that this stepmother was providing for her in this fourth house. Her relationship with her own mother stayed strong, even though they didn't talk as much, even though they had time apart. She remembered her mom and her mom's teachings and the love for her own mom. And that energy, holding that energy, harvesting that energy, and, and, and keeping a space of, of that energy around, even if she didn't see her, even if she didn't talk to her, even if they had to be on separate accords because of legality, energetically she knew my mom didn't raise me like this my mom didn't teach me like this so she didn't go towards the toxic way so she was able to harness the energy hold on to those memories and those teachings and those lessons and continue to heal herself by being her own mother in a way if that makes sense okay so it's like she still has her mom but her mom can't be in her life because of legalities and shit she has these memories of her mom in the way she taught her in the right way to teach her. And then now there's a, a, a wrong way that this person is trying to imprint on her with this relationship. But this Sagittarius is an energy healer. She's protective of her energy. So she protected that ball of energy her mom left behind, those gems and those knowledge. And she carried those throughout her life. And she became a great mother herself. Okay? And raised two beautiful great daughters. Alright? So, that's how that works, alright? So, relationship involving mother is the fourth house in, in particular, but also the home, the family, how that works, the dynamics. If you had fighting in your house, if your house was nice, if your house was like, you know, whatever, whatever goes on in your home, if there's incest, if there's neglect, if there's abuse, if there's stability, whatever, whether it's good or bad, it's going to be in there, but also the relationship with your mom. Okay. however it works out if you're a mommy boy mommy girl it's gonna be in there somewhere okay fifth house and we're looking at your fifth house it talks about like your destiny okay your destiny your blooming um character so like what you're going into your character that you're blooming into after you come out your uh, cocoon and you're you know on the scene like this is who you are this is who you are now all right, your artistic talents as well, 
and possibly even like pregnancy, what your pregnancy is going to be like and how you're going to conceive will also be in your fifth house, all right? <laughs> so I know you guys are like, what? Yeah, so for some of you guys, it'll tell you like, and that's, that's, that's the thing, it might be a little hard because it might tell you if you have wound issues. It might tell you if you have wound issues stemming from ancestral, stemming from bloodline and things like that. So, like, if some of you guys have issues with, um, you know, carrying babies to full term or, you know, getting pregnant or ectopic pregnancies or just anything like that, fibroids, whatever, it may run in your ancestry, okay? Or even if y'all are the type that have, like, y'all really fertile and y'all stay fertile past that certain age and you might have geriatric pregnancies where you, you can get pregnant at an old ass age, right? It's going to have all that type of shit in here. All right? It's all going to have all that in here. Any artistic talents you have. So remember I told you like certain house placements to tell you gifts and stuff. This is also gifts. Is it not gifts? It's talents and, and, and stuff like that. Not God-given talents and gifts too. So it's going to tell you the artistic ones you have. If you're a musician, if you're whatever kind of artist, if you can do glass sculpting, if you would be good at this and that and that and this. Whatever your destiny is supposed to be, is going to be here, okay? Different talents. Now, if you have this position with Aries, it's going to be like, you're going to have something. It's like, you can kind of like manifest whatever destiny you want. But you, it's like almost something about like, you might notice that in this um, fifth house placement, it's probably stuff you've been talking about already without realizing it because you, you manifest your life. So if you're like, hmm, I want to be an architect and like your whole life you've been learning how to draw me an architect, you might notice when you look at this, it might say architect or like um, interior designer or like clothing designer, something to do with drawing. You might notice that and you're like, damn, hmm, that's why. Or something like that because as an Aries, you've always been manifesting it and you speak things into existence. So you'll see that the things you've been speaking into existence is already a part of your destiny, okay? A lot of you guys also could be like, um, oh, it might also say Aries, which you were pregnancy conception. Um, it may say something about like, you may get pregnant fast. It might say like something like that, like you're very fertile, you may get pregnant fast. Um, it may also say like, you may get pregnant like, um, doing something fun. Something like that. It's going to say something like that. Um, with you guys I wouldn't say there's I wouldn't really go into like positive and negative aspects because it's like everybody's different but this is more so like your destiny so what's your destiny to be whether you're a good or bad person it's like it that that, that part doesn't matter in this part you know what I'm saying I don't have a positive and negative aspects for this one because it's like this is what you're supposed to be now if you go into this that's on you but it's telling you what your destiny kind of is. Like, okay, you're supposed to be a writer. You're going to have three kids. You might have these kids very fast. You might get pregnant the first time. It's going to say shit like that. Like, dead ass. Like, <laughs> it's, it's very specific. For Leo's, um, your destiny um, with the fifth house, it may talk about how, like, your energy, um, how you control your energy or the energies that you're around helps affect your destiny. Okay? So, like... How I said, for the example, with the last house, how it was really harder for the Leo to recalibrate the energy that she was put in. So she was stuck in that energy. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, it's harder for the Leos to face those truths. 
Instead, she would just drink it away instead of sitting down and being like, you know what? I'm hurting because of what my mom said to me. I'm hurting because of how she treats me. Let me deal with this, you know? So it's harder for them to manipulate the energies back. So what happens with this with the fifth house is, um, Leos, you need to understand that um, your destiny revolves around your energy, okay? So the energy that you put out is the energy you're going to get back to. And your artistic talents. It also may speak upon um, you needing to protect your energy a lot more when you're pregnant, okay? And you needing to be in the right energy when you're trying to conceive, okay? It could speak upon that as well. Where it's like you need to be around the energies around the people your whole pregnancy. Because like I said, it's a little harder for you guys to flip the energy and bring it back to something light once you're ticked off or once somebody upsets you or whatever. And you also need to make sure you're uh, in a high energy. So I can say something about this really quick as well because all fire signs are quick manifestors. It's like fire is light. So if you think about it, you're kind of manifesting at the speed of light, all of you guys, right? So, for example, the Leo that I know that was trying to get um, pregnant um, with a negative intention. So she's trying to get pregnant to like one-up me, right? Um, she's a master manifester. So since she's manifesting a pregnancy, but she's doing it out of a lower vibrational energy, then what backfired towards her was the fact that she lost it. So this is what I mean by like you really have to know what energy you're in when you're manifesting with fire signs, especially involving your fifth house and placements and shit like that. So if she would have looked into her fifth house, she could have seen that she might have pregnancy issues and she might have needed to start to um, cleanse her womb and stuff first and go through like sacred things. Like she needed to be in a very sacred energy in order to conceive because of the way her fifth house is set up, okay? So you guys got to pay attention to that kind of stuff. And then before I go to commercial break, we're going to break down the Sagittarius and then we're going to take a pause. So for um, Sagittarius, your destiny can involve protecting people, being creative, energetic healers and things like that too. Um, what I'm also seeing is like your energy itself is a part of your destiny. Like you radiating your energy and whatever artistic talents that you have, whether it's drawing, painting, sculptures art singing dancing movies acting whatever right um i'm saying also with you guys you guys it could say something about you're gonna get pregnant in a very unconventional way like <laughs> i'm not gonna lie like it could say something about like your pregnancy conception is going to be very spontaneous unique random you guys could be on a vacation or travel it could say like pregnant on vacation it could say something like that like pregnant on vacation or um something unique like just random um it's like oh shit i'm pregnant oh wow okay um now when it comes to you guys and the energies you need to be around when you're pregnant it needs to also be you know of love and light of course but it's like you guys can manipulate energies so um you guys are going to be very very protective of your kids of course we know that but it's like um the energy that you're going to radiate from this is protective energy you guys might even start to like um start to do like little hobbies in your pregnancy you know what i'm saying like 
the fact that sits at home and like do little things because it's it's opposite from your um Sagittarius energy where you're always traveling and going out and about but during your pregnancy it might say something about like you may become more of a homebody and things like that okay so we're gonna pause it here take a commercial break and pick it back up Okay, it's 9.09 a.m. Let's get back to it. The sixth house. So the sixth house deals with like your health, your diet, your routines, your detox, any remedies, physical limits, and things like that, okay? So, hmm. Honestly, honestly, it's going to vary for everybody, okay? So for everybody's gonna vary. I can't even be like, oh, this is gonna be like this for this. It might talk about certain things, you know? It. I can give you guys, what I'll say is I can give you guys the negative aspects because it's like for everybody's positive aspects is gonna be different. Some of you guys are on a different diet. Some of you guys are on a different routine. Some of you guys detox every once in a blue moon. Some of y'all don't. So it's gonna say something different in every one. But I can say some of the negative aspects that it might say if, your health and your diet and routines is off okay so for sages it might say something about like um hmm. yeah like overeating it might say something like overeating overweight um something about like not setting goals or like you know not keeping up with goals or diet um something like that so it's gonna say words like that if you're not doing right and the thing is why i will say that is because it's like sagittarius is your you're you always set goals and routines and new stuff for yourself you're always changing your body and stuff and creating new physical limits so if it has anything negative in the sixth house involving sagittarius that's something that you definitely need to heal for yourself because you are like the energy of protection so it's like physical protection literally too and spiritual protection so your spiritual hygiene needs to be on par and your physical hygiene needs to be on par too so that you can do your your baby you feel me now for leos if it says anything about the negative negative aspects that you guys are dealing with like energy manipulation it can say something about you guys push yourself to the physical limits to its exhaustion point like you over exhaust yourself it could say something about like um you need healthier routines because your energy might be spent all on one subject and not on the next. So, like, for example, if you're a man and you're working out, you can get obsessed with your arms. And your arms are bigger, but your legs is a little chicken legs, you know. Or a woman, you can get obsessed with having a certain hips and waist, but it's like the rest of your body, you're not working it out. It's like, you know what I'm saying? It's like something like that where it's like it's nitpicky pinpointy because the ego is in the way instead of seeing like i need to exercise my whole body you're doing it for an image so you know if it has any negative aspects as far as leo says it might say something about like your image like you know superficial or like materialistic or like whatever the word is that i'm looking for where it's like i guess it's superficial where it's like you know um i just want this fat ass i don't really care about being healthy i don't care about my cardio and my breathing and shit like that you know shit like that so it will say something about uh leo like that because honestly leo's like to look good but if it's a negative aspect in the sixth house 
it's gonna be like you physically just are doing this just to look good but not really for your health you need better better health routines and stuff like that now for aries as this being a master manifester of your physical limits it can talk about how you push your limits too you exceed your limits you might over exceed your physical limits you might over detox you might over diet it's like because like i said you're doing too much at once so if there's any negative aspects involving the sixth house with the aries position in it and it says any type of negative words it may be because simply you're overdoing it like i said for aries they like to do 12 things before 12 noon you know what i'm saying so if you're overdoing it and actually yes i do remember this actually because um fuck her so i use her as an example but my stepsister she was a she's an aries and an aries son and um and when we were cool and i know she was off this weird shit all the time but when we were okay kind of cool we were working out together like every day five days a week and she would do the most like she would over exert it i would go in there and i'd be like okay i'm gonna focus on this today i'm gonna focus on that today she would go in there she would do the most and then she would do this she would do that 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 that, that. and then my results were happening faster but her results wasn't happening as fast and it was because she's manifesting at the same time it's a mental thing i guess is what you guys need to understand about the sixth house for aries is that yes it's a physical thing yes you're doing routines you're working on your health working on your diet you're detoxing but you need to slow down so it could say that you need to create a better routine like okay for me i know that i detox at least once um a month i have certain ways that i detox either i'm going to do it throughout tea or sometimes i do it with my seaweed regimen or you know i do different things so it's like you need to know what you're gonna do how you're gonna do it and stop rushing and stop you know trying the 101 remedies trying diet pills and then this and this and that and that and this it's like you're not allowing your body to figure out what works for it you're just rushing so it can say something like that involving um uh aries it's not, it's like for Leos, it'll overexert. So they could be like the motherfuckers that it's like, damn, why are you still going to the gym? You can't get no buffer. You can't put your arm down type shit. Is what like the Leos with the Aries. It's like the motherfuckers that like order like 101 diet detox pills and they're taking them all at once type shit. And it's not working. And then for the Sag, it's like, low-key, they do kind of have their shit balanced. But it's like, the only thing is... They'll, they might be the type that are like they might get lazy sometimes and not go as often so you know and then if they have the healthy aspects and you're just a healthy person your body's on point you know you're on point of it but like you know i'm gonna have to give you guys the negative aspects of that one because it's like each positive aspect will hit different for everybody because everybody got a different routine for the seventh house this is actually the cosmic plus one okay this is like the cosmic egg um house is what this is called so um this involves romantic partners sex partners pleasure marriage contracts anything like that so like the plus ones okay so the person you're supposed to be with the person that the cosmos kind of like hooks you up with okay it's like you're going to party and it's like oh i got the plus one like who's your date you're bringing you know what i'm saying so it's like it's going to involve um you but also your partner and like the type of marriage you're going to have the type of sex that's going to be involved in there so a lot of you guys can go to your seventh house and find out what your marriage is going to be like um once you actually get married let me pause it right right quick real fast 
Okay, my bad. I have to turn on the heater. It's a little cold. It's raining and storming and shit. So anyway, um, so this is your cosmic plus one, your seventh house. So it's gonna tell you the type of sex you like, the type of sex you're gonna have with your partner, the type of pleasure you guys are gonna have for each other, the type of partnership, the type of marriage, um, and any other soul contracts you might have. So if you have soul ties with people, um, soul ties are like soul ties can be like um, hmm. Let's see, how can I explain it? So let's say you have this ex or something like that, okay? Some of you guys have soul ties to your ex, this is what this means. So let's say you have this ex, right? And this ex and you have been through hell and back, like it's like a lot of ups and downs, ups and downs, ups and downs, roller coasters. But like a lot of the ups and downs was caused by maybe your partner being flaky, being this, being that. They could have had toxic little traits and issues that maybe you didn't know before in the past because you didn't learn about it until recently or something right so you didn't recognize these patterns while you were in them so you keep doing a lot of makeup to break up makeup to break up makeup to break up and then it's at the point where it's like you know nobody else will do you know nobody else matters it's at the point that maybe you'll even um cheat on your new partner with this old partner because it's like there's something about this partner they keep pulling you back but it's a toxic thing right this is because this is a soul tie you guys got together and something happened and instead of healing from that you guys kept feeding off each other's lower vibrational energy where now it's like you know what i'm saying it's like that bonnie and clyde thing but it's like toxic it's like i can turn her or something like that you know i can see it's like it's toxic it's a soul tie it's, it's constantly coming back and forth, back and forth. I'm trying to see what relationships I can compare it to. If there's any toxic relationships. Shit, honestly, Will and Jada, dog. I'm not even gonna lie. That shit is like a soul tie. Like, all that, what the fuck she say? Situationships and shit, whatever the fuck. Entanglements and shit. No, that is a soul tie. Her and Will are probably not supposed to be together. And they keep coming back to each other because they got a contract with each other. But as you can see, she's a little mean-ass bitch. She done shaved her head bald and shit. When he called her G.I. Jane, that shit is fat. She's evil. She's mean now. She's not the same Jada that we grew up with. And Will, they done broke this man's spirit. They done broke this man's, this black man's spirit. He used to be fun, bubbly, and loving. Now this nigga be crying everywhere. Those are soul ties. But they're stuck with each other because of a contract, because of Hollywood, because of marriage, because of children. Okay? So if they would have read their charts, they would have seen that this is the type of shit that popped up in their shit with soul ties. They might have seen that they had a karmic soul tie. So it'll tell you in here if you have karmic soul ties. So these are things you need to look out for when you're in relationships. If they're toxic or if they're non-toxic. Yes, it's going to tell you about your good partners and shit like that too. But it's also going to tell you about the people that you made soul contracts with to come down and heal karma. So for me, it could have said, I, I looked at this a minute ago, but mine probably said um, karmic, um, past life, twin flame soulmates. I said something like that, karmic partners, karmic twin flame soulmates, something like that. For some of you guys, it might say, honestly, and trigger warning for some of y'all, it might say abusers, whether they're physical, emotional, sexual, verbal abuse. It might say something like that. Cause it's gonna it's gonna tell you the good and the bad because the bad is the stuff that you need to look out for you know like red flags and things because this is the energy that you're contracting so if it says something about karmic partners or soul ties or something 
in this portion of your seventh house, whatever placement it's in, you need to look out for these type of things, okay? If it's if it's mentioning this and, and it has the Aries, remember I told you that with Aries and stuff, you need to watch your thoughts, okay? Because your thoughts will attract what you're thinking, okay? Master manifestor, even when you're thinking and what you're speaking, you need to be careful with that. So let's say you're looking at your cosmic plus one, your seventh house, right? And you're seeing, you're reading your romantic partners, okay? You're reading like, you're like, mm, okay, yeah, that is how I like my partner. Da, 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 I like them to be this way and that way and that way. Boom, the marriage sounds fine. Woo, 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 woo. Then you're scrolling and you see something about karmic lovers and contracts. And then instead of reading it and understanding it and being like, damn, okay, my last dude, Bob, my last dude, Billy and Larry, yeah, okay, they were verbally abusive. Okay, so now that I learned that and I learned what to look for from that, moving forward, I know that if a person speaks to me this way, I'm nipping it at the bud because such and such and such. That means this is a karmic partner. So now that you can notice that and say that out loud, cool, you're healed from that. But instead, if you're looking at it and you're like, oh, hell no, I don't want to run into another verbally abusive person and you're looking at it from a different aspect and you're manifesting and then every time you're dating somebody you're like looking for that negative trait in them it's manifesting it you see what i'm saying so looking at it analyzing it and then using your power of your manifesting words to say okay boom i notice this i see this but i understand this does not mean i'm gonna always keep being on this loop this means these, these different exes I was with, and now I see that's really why I was with these motherfuckers because we had soul ties and karma contracts we had to fix. And as a butterfly passes, I say this to confirm it. But now that I fix that shit, fuck that. I want this bomb ass romantic partner, whatever the fuck, you know? So it's about your words. When you're reading this kind of shit, you need to understand that when you're killing yourself, this is the mirror. You know how I say man in the mirror, MJ, look yourself in the mirror? Yes. Technically, you can look yourself in the mirror, but this is a mirror. This looking at your chart and breaking it down is the fucking mirror that you're looking into. So when you're reading it and you're breaking it down, especially being a fire sign, make sure that you are using your word power in that moment to speak upon these things out loud. Break it down, okay? This was my karmic partner. This was not. This is what this is. This was not universe i learned my lesson with karmic partners i will never fall for another karmic partner use your power of your words to manifest these things for yourself okay with leos if you see this placement here you guys might speak upon um you know i was gonna say all the good stuff too but you know i'm always gonna teach you about what the bad shit's gonna say because motherfuckers know how to break down the good shit whatever dog i'm talking about the bad shit too so you don't you you, you gotta be looking at the charts and not understanding what you're saying so with this one, it could speak upon, you might have had soul contracts in the past, whether it's you or the other partner, where you or the other partner um, wanted to manipulate energies in a good or bad way, okay? So it may say something about common partners and energy manipulation and like, you know, kind of control your energy, controlling partners, things like that. Now, it depends. It can say this for you or for your partner. It depends on what the words say when you read it in your seventh house. 
like I said, you are a master manifester. So if you know, you know what? I do be punking my niggas. Because there's some females that do that shit. They think it's cute. I beat my nigga up. I wish he would. I'll throw this at him. I'll do that. I'm not gonna lie. There is some females that say that and do that. So if you see, um, what's it called? Womanizer or woman beater or shit even if your man might say like abusive. Or it might say verbal abusive or something. And it could honestly talk about you. Okay? It might talk about a partner, but it could honestly be talking about you and how you are. You need to check yourself. If you know and you sitting back and you're thinking about it, don't try to come for me. Because my ancestors will whoop your ass. Because Leo's, I keep telling you, every time I'm getting on your head, you're going to be like, nah, that's not me. Yeah, motherfucker, I can hear you. I know that's you, dog. I used to be best friends with Leo. Doug, my sister wife, she's a fucking Leo. <laughs> like, you know, I don't know her yet, but I know Leo's. I know a lot of Leo's. And the women are very, they could be very aggressive if they're unhealed. And they're the type that thinks it's cool to approach men like a man if they're unhealed. To uh, uh, to cook, push and punk around a dude. To go up and punch their, their, their boyfriends and shit. They think that's cute. So it might say something about like partner abuse or something. Okay? If this is a negative aspect as, as far as Leo's go. That's something you need to check, dog. Or get beat up. Because you're going to end up hitting the wrong person. Somebody's going to knock your ass up. Okay? Just saying. Look, Leo's, I'm always going to get in your head. Because there's always one. And I think you guys are the fixed sign. Yeah, I think you guys are the fixed sign out of um, the fire signs. There's always, there's always cardinal, mutable, and fixed. And we'll talk about that another sign. But fixed. Fixed signs are people that are fixed in their ways. They're set in their ways. They don't want to change. Then there's cardinal where it's like, they're kind of like, you know, they can change, but they're kind of like set in a certain way, but they can change if they want to. And then mutable, it's like they just go with the flow. They're, they're down for whatever. But Leos are fixed. You're a fixed sign. You don't like to change. That's why I keep getting on your head and I don't care. You gotta get off my page if you don't want to change. Get off my profile shit. Get off my podcast. Because I'm going to make your ass change. You can get off my shit. If you guys are abusive, you guys be trying to beat up your partners and shit. The women more so. The men, y'all got more like a, it's like a mental thing. A, a mind control, emotional control. And shit like that. But y'all need to fix that. So if you see in this Cosmic Plus One in your seventh house. Yes, all this good shit sound good. But if you got some shit in there that's toxic, you need to fix that. That's your direct trait that you need to fix. It's not talking about your partner. It's talking about you. And the energy that you might bring off, even some, even subconsciously, if you didn't know you come off toxic. Some of y'all, y'all don't even know. When you're mad, you come off toxic. When you're mad, you come off and, and you shut down and, and everything is just an issue. Now you're just an enemy with your partner. Okay? That gotta be fixed. So if it says some negative shit in your seventh house, you fix that shit on your own. This is the mirror you're looking to, okay? You be wondering why you can't keep partners, and they'll tell you right there. You be barking at these motherfuckers, and you run them off. And you be like, damn, you right. Yeah, I am right. Fuck, I have to change some shit about my shit, too. All right? For Sagittarius is now, it's going to say all the good shit, too. But if it says something about negative, it's going to say maybe that... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's going to say you, you're the problem. If Sagittarius, if you got anything negative in your chart, too... It's going to say you're the problem because you're supposed to be the optimistic, fun-loving, energy-healing protector. So if it says anything opposite of that and you're cosmic plus one as a Sagittarius, 
that is a dead giveaway. You need to fix your shit because you're the one that can manipulate energies. Meaning, like, if an energy sour in a relationship, you can brighten up the day. You you are the glass half full instead of half empty energy. So if you bring into the relationship the half empty cup, and you're not looking at it as half full, and the other partner can't look at it as half full either, then it's like, what the fuck? I told you, you're the adult of the sign. So if the Sagittarius is in a non-adult, non-grown-up ass energy, it might say like some about childish relationships. Or like, yeah, like childish, hella childish, like not taking things seriously. Um, Cause it's like, yeah, Sagittarius is like fun relationships, but you can still have a long-term partner and have a fun, thriving relationship. So it's not, it could say something about cheating, something like that. It could say something about cheating. It could say something about like um, thrill seekers, like you know, um, things like that, where it's like you're gonna try to seek pleasure outside of the relationship because your energy is off. So if it says anything negative in your cosmic plus one involving Sagittarius, it's because it's you. You need to fix your energy. What you put out is what you get. So if you're in a relationship and you're feeling like this motherfucker is not on my caliber, then you need to say that to that person and get to somebody that's your caliber. Because if you're just in it and this person's not of your caliber, you're using your energy to manipulate the situation. And it's like in a negative aspect, even if you're not seeing it that way it is because if you're not staying with this person because of the way they make you feel then there's another reason behind why you're staying with this person and or you know it could be like you know sex it could be money it could be a home it could be whatever but you'll still go out and cheat it's that's not fair you see what you see what i'm saying like let that person go so you guys honestly you can have cheater i mean all the signs that have cheater in it but for sure for sure sagittarius is in your seventh house, if it has anything negative to do, it could say that you're a cheater. And you're going to have to face that truth. You feel me? If you are, then face that truth. It's not going to say it if you ain't did it. You feel me? Like, and none of these things is going to say it if you didn't do it, bro. The eighth house is representative of birth, death, sex, transformation, mysteries, inheritances, investments, properties, real estate. So, if you have anything old to you... Um, real estate property wise investment wise or inherited land or you know um, wills and things like that left behind even like from the moment you're born like how I said from my from my biological father his family was into this more than my family was into it and we're both from New Orleans so his family looked into my mom's birth chart when he started to date her in high school and looked into her eighth house and seen that she's gonna have land and money because this is what our family comes from. So it's like they knew off bats because of our last name, we come from money because everybody in New Orleans know. But it's like he looked at her chart and seen she was gonna get a cut and start to date her and then, you know, purposely got her pregnant with me and all this shit and so forth, right? So you can see if you're gonna have any land inherited to you from the moment you're fucking born on your chart, okay? I don't care about what any will said. I don't care if you can't find the wills yet in today's time. If you have it and your ancestors left it for you, it's going to say this in your 8th house. Okay? So the 8th house is going to deal with any of that kind of stuff. It could also deal uh, with how you were born. The type of... Um, 
the type of birth your mom went through, your mom and dad went through or whatever, it could say something like that, okay? It could talk about also the way you died in a past life. This is not the way you died here right now, but it could mention how you died in a past life. It could say something about, it, it could be random, it could say drowning, it could say car accident, it could say fire, it could say whatever. So in the eighth house, you can find out how, if, even if like, okay, so say you're like adopted and you never knew your real parents and all that kind of stuff. If you have your birth certificate at least and you knew you were born on this day in this city or state at this time and you put your name and shit in there and your information for your chart and all this shit come up. When you look at your eighth house, you can find out what happened during your birth and what type of birth it was there. So if it was a complicated birth, um, it might say like cesarean, it might say um, um, traditional birth or something like that. It might say complications. It might say something like that, okay? It might say um, mother was this or father was this or Whatever the fuck in your situation is going to be different for everybody. It might say, you know, single mother, single father, adoption. What the fuck ever, however that happened, it's going to say it. If you was born with a 20 and you didn't know, it might say something like that. Double birth or something like that. You got to look that in, look up look up what that means. And it might mean like, boom, I was a 20. I'm like, damn, I was born a 20? Yeah, I didn't know that. You try to find a birth certificate, you might find out that the twin died in the belly or something, you know? But it's, it's going to say this type of shit. It's going to tell you how you died in your past life, like I said. And it's going to tell you, like, any weird mysteries that you may have involving sex. Now, that can go either which way. I'm going to pause it here, take a commercial, commercial break, and we'll pick it back up. Okay, y'all, we back. So, the houses are very detailed, as you can see. I'm kind of just going over it because everybody's going to say something different. And there's going to be paragraphs. You see what I'm saying? It's like something where it's like paragraphs, and you're going to be able to read it. So, your eighth house will tell you not only about inherited land and property and real estate and shit like that. It'll also speak about um, investments, trust funds, um, 401k plans. If anybody left you life insurance, anything like that, it might mention that in there as well. Any mysteries that you have um, involving, you know, death, sex, or birth. Like, anything that you need answered about your life that involves these types of things, it could be answered in that. The type of transformation you may go through, the type of transformation you went through in your past life as well in order to get to this life, okay? Um, the type of healing transformations you may end up going through, okay? Um, lots of shit like that. Um, what else? I'm trying to see. Now, as far as, um, Sagittarius placements, okay, let me do it this way, as Aries. So this placement may have an Aries and it speaks about, um, I'ma just do like maybe, um, mysteries. I'm gonna do a couple things. I'm gonna give you guys a couple of the different examples because these ones get so detailed. You're gonna be like, oh my God, it's like these people read my life. But really it's like the cosmos. I don't know how to explain it. So like when it comes to like 
eighth house may be in Aries. Um, it might say something about like you died in a fast way in your past life. Okay, so it may say something about um, one of each. Okay, so like how I said, not just because you're listening to this doesn't mean you have to be a fire sign, sun sign. Meaning like meaning your personality sign is a Sag, a Leo, or Aries. You don't have to be born this. This could be just on your chart somewhere in your placement. So if you see in the 8th house you have Aries in your placement, it can say something about your um, your birth was quick, like your mom could have, you know, popped you in and out real quick, or if it was a cesarean, it went really quick, really fast, really well. I'm seeing, as far as death happens, it can speak upon this is your past life, okay? So saying that, like, in your past life as, a, um, as an Aries, this is the way you pass. And the energy that you carry from that life into this life is um, why you have, why you like sex a certain way or why you don't like sex a certain way. Why you have a certain fear around death in this type of way versus this. Why you got this inheritance because you probably went through some shit in your past life that you deserve a, a, a reward for it in this life through some type of land or money okay so something like that so as far as your birth goes it might say something about like your birth was quick fast okay your death could have been quick and fast as well and it could have been something like you were rushing you're doing something and you know you made a wrong turn you went down the wrong turn or Something like that, you know what I'm saying? Or it just could have been like a quick death, like it wasn't as much pain, okay? And it could say something about your sex is um, the, the, the way you like sex. It could say something like that, like the type of sex you like or the type of sexual partners you like, things like that, okay? So that's what it's like when it's the Aries. When it has Leos, it's going to say something about like um, your birth could have been... Um, you could have had a dramatic birth like you, you could have had a dramatic birth with this leo placement um example like something could have happened somebody could shit my sister could have a leo placement i have to look at her chart but like for example my mom when she birthed my sister for me she had an epic girl so she didn't really feel nothing for my sister she went natural she felt everything and it was too much pain so she passed out my mom like died on the table pushing my sister out and then my sister also had the umbilical cord wrapped around her neck, so she was also technically dead, and they had to bring them both back to life. So that's kind of like a dramatic-ass birth, right? So if anything happened like that, it's going to say it, okay? For death, it could say that you died in a dramatic-ass motherfucking way, too. I'm not going to lie, because it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's just the energy that we carry. It could have said, like, I don't even know what a dramatic death is, my nigga. What is a dramatic death? I don't know. I guess, like, the only thing I can think of off the top of my head, the movie Juice popped into my head. And you know how, like, Juice, uh, what, was it Juice? Nah, let's not use Juice. Let's use the movie Set It Off with Queen Latifah and Jada and them, right? And you know at the end, how Cleo, um, um, Queen Latifah's character, how she went out she was blasting and she went out in a very dramatic ass way right she went out blasting you feel me or like even Tupac's character on juice how he's like yeah that's how i want to go out 
take everybody out with me as much as I can. You know, it's very dramatic, like very over the top. It's not like you can't just pass away. You have to take them a couple motherfuckers out or it was dramatic. It was a lot. It wasn't just like a regular burp. Whatever happened, it was a lot. Could have been an explosion. It could have been something that was just like a lot. You feel me? So I could say something about that. And then, you know, all this other shit like that, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Involving Sagittarius with the A-House, it could say something about, like, um, you could have had, like, some type of, your parents could have been, like, um, it could say something about, like, your parents are really protective of your birth, so y'all could have had, like, some of y'all could have had, like, parents that had, like, doulas or midwives or, like, something like that. Or, like, home births or something like that. It could also say something about, like, um, in your past life, you could have died protecting somebody. Yeah, you could have died, like, protecting someone you loved or something like that. Or, yeah, defending somebody, defending yourself, protecting whether it was yourself or somebody else that you loved or uh, innocent person or something. It was like, you died protecting somebody. It could have said something like that. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, so I think we finished the eighth house. It's gonna be a whole lot in that one, so just, you know, read it through. Take your time. Don't rush through your healing and your learning process, but it could mention a couple of things, so, so don't be surprised when you see these things. I just be mentioning it because I don't want y'all to be like, oh my god, I'm an evil person. I need you to understand there's duality and everything, and the different houses stand for different things. The ninth house is expansion. So this is going to represent like whatever energy that you want to expand on. So things that you want to learn new, new ventures, things like that. So if you have this in Aries, you can manifest whatever you want to expand on, right? So if you're like, okay, it's, it's like really you create your own destiny. I mean, everybody does, but literally you do. So if you see this placement there... It's going to speak up on expanding on anything that you want to manifest. And how you do that is by creating vision boards, creating like goals and little, you know, like um, big long-term goals, short-term goals, and like, you know, creating routines and shit like that. Um, um, Starting new hobbies and shit. The thing with y'all though, because y'all got good and bad energy with that. So the thing I can give advice for Aries is I know a lot of Aries. Um, a lot of them went against me, but when we were friends, I would always give them a, the advice to take their time with shit. It's like, they would always start a project and not finish it, and then start another project, and start another one, start another one. But it's like, you didn't let one project build and finish, and see where it landed you, as far as business goes. So then they have a million and one business ventures going. They might sell soaps, and they might sell wigs, and they might sell shoes, but it's like dogs. Why don't you create a store where you can sell them all and make it a long-term thing instead of, like, wasting your money, wasting your time? Because it's like they're, um, a lot of them could be, like, get get rich quick type, get money quick type. So, a way to heal that for yourself is, like, when you're expanding and you have a million and one ideas and you have so many different talents and you want to do everything because you're an Aries and you want to try everything first and everything you know, at least once, it's like, slow down, see what you're good at, let that build up, and then once that one gets to the position you wanted at, then open up another thing and do that, you see what I'm saying, 
because you guys be open up like 10 businesses and it's like damn I can't run 10 businesses but in your mind you could but since you didn't plan out things to expand a little bit more it kind of you manifested a bunch of shit so that's my advice for you guys okay okay so like let's see let's see let's see for the leos so for you it's like when it comes to your ninth house to your expansion and learning new ventures it's like you gotta remember your energy baby so when you're creating these new ventures and your expansion um and you're expanding on whatever you're expanding on with these new hobbies and these new businesses and shit you need to understand that when you're expanding the energy around you needs to match your energy if the if the people you're working with the places things environment is not of your energy of high vibration it's not going to work with your expansion so your energies that you're around needs to match up with your energies that you're putting into your business ventures in order for them to work in order for your expansion to work okay hope that advice helps for Sagittarius is for your ninth house and I mean like you know when you're looking at this it could actually tell you what creative hobbies and ventures you're going to get into but since there's so many i'm not going to list them off i'm just going to give you guys advice okay because it's like you could probably see like oh my god yeah i wanted to be a photographer yeah i want to do this yeah i want to do that but like pick one that you probably already got the skills at or it's easy to learn and start that and get that off the mud and make it be established and then try something new so that you're not overwhelmed and you just give up on everything you feel me um but sages you guys um it's really different because it's like i always give advice to the first two but it's like for y'all y'all need to it's like y'all should know this shit because y'all the adults of this sign i don't care if you're uh, if it's just the planet or the placement you guys are the adults so your mindset when it comes to your ninth house should be very high you should be the one that is protecting your expansion that is very creative so you have so many different creative gifts and abilities and your expansion could involve healing other people's energies okay so for for aries your expansion could honestly be like manifesting and helping other people manifest for themselves it can involve like jobs and hobbies that do that for leos it can involve jobs and hobbies that involve helping other people manipulate energy but in a good healthy way and it also helps you because you kind of have an issue with manipulating energy so it's like you know how to do it for you it's just like you got to stay in high vibing energies so you know it's like when you keep those energies around you works flowing smooth your business is gonna take off with sagis it's like the stuff that you're doing and you're creating and you're making your new ventures you're already able to protect it. You're already able to, you know, heal this energetically. But in order to expand, it's something about um, each one, teach one. You gotta like teach others. Yours can mention teaching others on how to do this. Whatever hobbies or creativity or jobs, ventures, careers and stuff that may be listed in that. It could be something involving you being a teacher or a spokesperson or something like that, okay? Um, 10th house. 10th house deals with public image, okay? So remember, first house deals with like personality and like how people first see you, your first impressions. This one deals with like public, public image, career achievement, and profession. 
So, example, just because I'm a, uh, just because you're a Sagittarius personality, your sun sign, doesn't mean that people are going to see that in your public image, in your professions, in your achievement, right? They might see a different energy, okay? So, this 10th house is how people are going to see you in the public, okay? So, let's say for me, I'm a Capricorn. So, I'm a, I come off as a businesswoman already. Obviously, y'all can tell I, I don't really, you feel me? I don't be taking no breaks. I'll be on this shit, you feel me? So, it's like, this is my shit. Now, as far as public image goes, I don't know. I can't think of my 10th house off top. I can't think of my 10th house off top. But as far as it goes, my public image, it might be Libra. I'm not going to lie. It might be Libra. Um, but your public image, how people see you when they see you as far as business goes, not like friend, lover shit, more so business. What do professionals look at you as? So as Aries with this position, they might look at you as like someone that is able to achieve, to do a lot, that you're very professional. You could be like the type of person that is like, it might say something about like, um, employee the month type shit you know um it might list out whatever you might it might say something about like you guys being managers or like you know entrepreneurs it's gonna say whatever type of business whatever type of public image if you guys are gonna be influencers it's gonna say that okay but also again whatever energy you've been putting out this whole time here whatever energy you've been putting out this whole time Nine times out of ten, you're going to see it reflected in here because you're a master manifester. So this whole time, you've been putting out the energy of I want to be a um, a blogger and I want to talk about my life and my travels and my healthy diet and shit. And you want to be an influencer and, and, and you know, whatever, right? There's people that want to do that. And this whole time, your Instagram, your Snapchat, your Facebook and all these other sites have been kind of in a consistent basis like people know who Nola Moon Goddess is they know that I do this they know I do that you feel me I keep my YouTube uh, everything's like boom 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 right so in a way you've been kind of been manifesting your public image this entire time so when you go there you might go there and see oh influencer you might go there and see lawyer I don't know what you are but whatever you are you may go there and see it especially if you're Aries because you or you have Aries in this placement let me say that if you have Aries in this um 10th house placement you might go there and already see what you already been putting your energy towards if you're like I've been wanting to be a model since I was a kid and you've been creating a portfolio for yourself since you were like a teenager taking your own pictures and doing little styles and makeup and shit haircuts I don't know whatever right it's like you can see you might it might say something about modeling and shit like that in there okay supermodel or something right Okay, so it's like, this is the profession you wanted to go into. This is the public image you've been building up this whole time as an Aries. And you've been portraying that and manifesting that this whole time. And all this is going to show you is to confirm. It might even show you how uh, how far you're going to get in it. It might even be like, oh, top designer, best-selling author. It might, you know, novelist. It might say something like that depending on what you want. Because you manifested, right? For a Leo it's going to talk about definitely um some type of shit y'all might be models in there it might be like something involving others actors models like um entertainment um uh 
fucking security protectors. Like, you know, it, it can't be anything. But it's like, yours is gonna be like, basically, you're the boss of, you're the CEO of. Because Leo's like to boss, you know, they like to be bosses of. It could be mentioning that in there too. And then Sagittarius is gonna mention how you like creative traveling. Your public image, your your job might be like a remote uh, at home, work from home where I can bring my laptop and travel and do this type of situation. It's gonna be something like that. You feel me? What you got? Okay. But this is gonna be how people see you in the public. The eleventh house. Um, this is how you're gonna be debut to society, okay? This is how your friends, your colleagues, your social circles see you. So tenth house is like how people see you in your professional stance. Um and if you're lazy and shit like that, it's gonna say that too. You feel me? If you if you have lazy aspects or if you're just like all over the place, it's gonna say that too. I'm, I'm, I'm giving out good aspects, but it's like if it's not good aspects and you need to fix how people see you at work, if it's like um aloof, uh kind of like messy, they don't dress right, this and that, it might say that kind of shit, dog. And you know, it's gonna say wrinkly, I don't know. You might not dress up to part. It might say that shit. That means you need to change. How people are viewing your image because you coming off bad for business, you know? So, you know, I'm just giving y'all examples up in this bitch. 11th house, it talks about, uh, like I said, friends, colleagues, social circles. So, for Aries, you manifest the type of friends that you have. So, remember how people be like, you are the friends you keep. I told y'all in a long time ago, a couple podcasts ago, that the reason I was so precise about the friends and shit I kicked it with is because my mom always told me. The reason I was so easy to cut these people off because she always told me and always taught me, either pick your true, pick and choose your friends wisely, or I'll pick them for you because hanging around with bad people will rub off on you. Okay, so Aries, if you see this eleventh house placement with Aries, you need to understand that whatever you manifest for others and however you um, are manifesting in your own life, this will be portrayed. And your friends, family, and colleagues. So, example, if you're a liar, cheater, sneaky, scammer, conniving, it's going to say that shit in here. But also understand that if it says that shit in your 11th house, that also means this is how people view you. And this is the energy you're putting out as an Aries. So, if there's anything negative and toxic in your 11th house involving this Aries with this placement, that means the reason you have negative friends, colleagues, messy circles is because you manifested this for yourself. Because you might be like my stepsister. Talk shit, hang around, gossip, do messed up shit, scam people, fuck people over, lie, cheat, steal. Right? This is now the type of circle that she's in with friends. Or you could have been the type that got all those type of people out the way and now you're healthy. You have healthy friends. I also have one of my homegirls, one of my best friends I went to military school with, she's an Aries. She has a clean circle. They go out, they spend money, they get money, they go out and have food, drinks, have fun, hang out with the family, go back home and chill. She's also an Aries sun sign. Her birthday is the first, April 1st, okay? So, depending on the person's personality, depends on how the fuck it's gonna come out. For Leo's, if you have negative traits, it could say how you manipulate your friends, family, colleagues, and social circles to benefit yourself. I mentioned this the other day. I said some people might find out that some Leos are only around them because they look better. It makes the Leo look better to stand next to you because you're not as cute, because you're not as fitted, because you're not as 
rich because you're not as whatever, okay? Some Leos manipulate certain friends and colleagues and social circles to get in places free, to get free this, to get free that, to have an opportunity, to whatever. This is the negative aspect of this. So if you see this in your 11th house with a negative aspect, this is because this is the energy that you're fucking putting out. So since you're putting this out to society, this is mirroring back to you. You attract what you put out. Okay? And of course, if you got good traits in it, congrats yourself. Congratulate yourself. Pat yourself on the back because you're not a toxic placement of this. Okay? If you have the Sagittarius in this placement, it might say that you are, um, and it's a negative aspect, it might say that you are coming off that you don't protect your friends, families, and colleagues. Okay? And that's another thing. This is the energy. Okay, so my mom's a sad, so I can tell you guys this. My mom has this energy of she's protective of her energy and other people's energies from her friends, families, colleagues, social circles. So if she, as a Sag, feels attacked, like if she is, say, say she's um, out with somebody or something and her friend is, you know, getting bullied, she's going to stand up for her friend. Now say it's her getting bullied and her friend doesn't stand up for her then she will feel attacked because her friend did not reciprocate the same energy that she put out for her. So this is the type of shit that happens there. So, you know, um, my mom has the protective energy. She is the energy healer. So the way she comes off, if she, I don't know if she has this placement. I haven't looked at her chart in a long time. But if she has this placement, it will come off where she is in the positive aspect because of her traits and characteristics she carries where she will stand up for somebody else she's going to protect their energy because she sees they can't protect themselves now if they don't reciprocate that to her she cuts them off she has a healthy 11th house placement if this is her placement okay okay now if you have an unhealthy 11th house placement with this this means you go around and you attack your friends shit maybe physically maybe verbally maybe you attack your colleagues and shit like that you talk shit about them Say little slick remarks and shit like that, okay? So this is what that means. And then lastly, your 12th house is your unconscious past lives, okay? So your 8th house can deal with your past life situations and so can your 12th house, okay? So your unconscious past lives situation, your karmic, your hidden enemies, your fears, your weird impulses, and your psychology, your psychological, like, traumas and things like that, okay? So... For Aries, this is dealing with your past life. So what this means is a couple things. This means if you have an Aries in the 12th house position, this means one thing is that you have been an Aries in the past life, for sure, for sure. It also means that any Aries that comes into your life is stemming from your past life, okay? So I had this, how I found this out for myself is my 12th house is in Scorpio. So all the Scorpios, including my one of my husbands all of the Scorpios that have ever entered my life I'm not saying all the ones in the world I'm saying the ones that have entered your immediate life at school work friends lovers family whatever if they have entered your life in some type of way whether friend or foe they're from your past life okay with this Aries position so if you see Aries 12th house understand that you were an Aries in the past life but also understand that you attract Aries from your past life and a lot of them could involve karma a lot of them could be hidden invisible enemies a lot of them 
um, could tie into certain psychological fears and impulses that you have within yourself and your deep subconscious stemming from a past life. You might not understand why, okay? So, for example, I don't have this position. I told you I have Scorpio, okay? But that means any Scorpios or people with certain Scorpio placements have been in my life before, okay? So, for me, I do have, uh, I told you I have hella Aries coming up against me, right? I mean, if I had to count them all, it would be ridiculous, okay? I have a lot of Aries coming up against me right now, right? So, it's like in different little groups and shit. So for me, yes, I have Scorpio in my 12th position, but some of these females could have Scorpio heavily in their charts placement for them to have been in my past life. Even though their sun signs are Aries, somewhere in their chart, maybe, in, maybe even in their 12th house position, they may have Scorpio too, because we're both tied from those past lives for these females to be coming after me karmically with magic and all this other bullshit that they're doing, right? This and they don't understand why because they didn't study. I know why they're coming after me because they're from a past life and I keep beating them every life. I'm greater than them, I'm sexier than them, I'm doing more than them every life. So every time we come back into each other's existence, they send magic, they try to do these things, they try to create a downfall, and I still beat them. This is what it literally says in my 12th house. Okay, so in your 12th house, you're gonna see this. It's going to talk about enemies, but understand if you see Aries, this is this is what this means. That means that some of this, that doesn't mean go around and be beefing with all Aries. It just means maybe you're not supposed to be around the energy and understand why. For Leo, same thing. Okay. For Eo, uh, Leos, they could have like you could have manipulated their energies in the past life, and they're coming back to. Fuck your shit up. They're mad, okay? They have impulses and shit. They want to attack you. They want to come at you. You don't understand why. You may have fears also involving certain Leos or people that's around you that has this placement. You're a Leo in the past life, and you have Leos coming after you. All the Leos that are in your life at this time, even children. It could be some of you guys don't even know that when you have karmic ties sometimes, and it might say like, the, remember I said the seventh house plus one, it might say karmic soulmates and stuff, okay? And then I said something about, like, you know, how I have Leos here in this 12th house. And then say, for example, you might have a child that's born that is a Leo, right? This child, even though you pushed them out for coochie, this child could be a karmic past life lover of yours. Meaning, what that looks like in real life is that your child, this newborn or this baby is toddler, as it grows up, it might have an issue with its actual dad because... In real life, the soul of this baby is your old, is your old lover's soul. So you ever see kids not liking certain parents and not fucking with certain parents, not because they did some weird shit, but just not liking them. It probably is because you birthed it karmically. You birthed your past life soulmate, and then now you have another soulmate next to you, and this motherfucker don't like them. Okay, so this is the type of shit that could really happen, and it'll show you this shit in your twelfth house. Okay, Sagittarius. He's gonna talk about that, all right? But understand that any Sagittarius that comes into your life, whether good or bad, this is from your past life. You guys have that instant connection or instant hate or whatever it is for a reason. Pay attention to how you feel psychologically around these different signs, okay? My son's up now. You can see he just broke broke into the room, so. 
we're done that's all for today we're gonna get into the planets and stuff later on maybe but as far as right now goes that is it that's all i have for you guys let me go take care of this little gremlin and get our day started i love you guys i hope you guys are learning something have a good rest of your day until later peace